For those that are not familiar with the above-mentioned markets, can you describe these markets for us and who normally visits and trades in these two different markets? Well, I am much more familiar with the market that I traded on, that I am trading on for the past 30 years, and that is the Grand Parade um, Open Public Square. Well, we I didn't realize that we are termed a flea market up until the new regulations came out to say that flea markets are prohibited. To us, we, the Grand Parade informal traders, are, are um, people who are unemployed, who ekes out a survival to trade six days a week. And that square, the Grand Parade Square, is actually the square where, you know, uh, across the city hall where Madiba made his um, freedom speech that day. So it is a massive piece of land, which I say is a thoroughfare for all other public. You know, people cross that square when they get out of the buses, when they come from the train station, and to cross into different parts of the city. So it's to me, it's an open public space, and informal trade has been taking place there over the last, well, almost 100 years. And we were shocked when we were told by the city that, unfortunately, we are a flea market Mm -hmm. and we are not allowed to trade. What is the difference between the Grand Parade market and the Oranje Zicht market? I believe that the Oranje's a flea market is run by a, a sort of a big business, and they sublet little areas to people who want to trade there, and the big business makes profit out of that flea market operation. So there are, are traders trading there who are not, uh, not, it's a hobby. They go there and sell all, all the extra stocks. It is not a survivalist thing. It's not something like we on the parade will have to trade because that is our survival. That That mm-hmm. is a key difference for me between the, the, the orange market and, and farmer's market and ourselves as the Grand Parade. Is, is it more workers orientated then for the uh, Grand Parade and on the other, other hand, more affluent market at Oranjezicht? Is that the case? Absolutely. So do you, view, do you view then this move as bias and, and racial economic discrimination by the city of Cape Town against the traders that you represent who are mostly from the poor working class? I, I would say that. Uh, I would. But to me, it's more of, you know, we have been working with the city for donkey years all the time in consultation with all other informal trading organizations on the issues of the vulnerable informal trader eking out the survival, needing uh, to be uplifted by the city, etc. You know, looking at um, how the city can assist us. But yeah, the city will now interpret something like this and wish away, well, not wish away, it's been done for eight weeks. Our our traders have not had a cent income. Mm -hmm. What has been the response from the city when you approach them with this? And and what will be the recourse that you are seeking from the Western Cape High Court? 
Well, the response was clearly just it's national regulation. You're a flea market. You cannot operate. But I mean the humane factor, the factor of people's survival. To me, that was, um, you know, the city of Cape Town always refers to it as a caring city. But, you know, we we haven't been earning a living for the last eight weeks. So uh, I believe that they haven't been fair. They haven't been um, uniform in, in, in the decisions of of issuing the permits. We hope that the, the courts will realize the vulnerability of these informal traders. They they are totally dependent for their livelihoods on on uh, trading, and um, with that trading being cut, they have absolutely no income. I thank you so much for your time. That was the president of the South African Informal Traders Alliance, Rashida Miller.